Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help followers of Messiah Jesus obey His command to watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour or the day the Son of Man is coming. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee. King Jesus is coming in the clouds to take us back to that place He prepared for us. Be ready. Watch therefore. recently watching a news broadcast and a Hollywood celebrity was angry at a politician and through Twitter said to him, you're going to go straight to hell. What if someone angrily said to you, go to hell? What would your response be? Mine would be, I can't. Why? I know where I will and will not spend eternity. And so many professing believers in Jesus that I talk to When I ask them, where will you spend eternity, they say to me, I don't know, or heaven, I hope. Well, if you act upon the information in this program today, you will know, or you will, and will not spend eternity, and you'll be equipped to share with others to help them know. Let's have a word of prayer. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you for the viewers today. Please bless us as we hear the word of God that strengthens our faith and helps prepare us to be ready when you come for us in the clouds. We thank you, Father Messiah, Jesus' name. Amen. What does it mean to be born again? Have you heard that term before, born again? What does it not mean? Let's listen to a discussion between a couple Jewish fellows. One is a Pharisee a religious leader of the Jewish people in the first century. The other other is God the Son, the only begotten Son of God. In John chapter 3, his gospel, the gospel of John, we pick up in the discussion. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? See that Nicodemus came to Jesus in the evening. We call him Nick at night. Why did he do this? Because many of the colleagues of Nicodemus were very angry at Messiah Jesus because he threatened their established religion. And he often does that. He threatens the established religion of then, and he, he does so today in many ways. He may even threaten your established religion. Well, Jesus the Lord tells him, you must be born again to go to heaven. And there's only one alternative, and you don't want it. 
What does it mean to be born again? What does it not mean to be born again? Nicodemus was a decent man. So you can't be born again by being a good person. He did his best to keep the Ten Commandments. He memorized the Bible. He would have had to to hold his position. He attended the God of Israel's religious functions. He did good things for the poor and helped whomever he could. But still, he was not going to heaven in the next life. Why? Because he was not yet born again. So what does it mean to be born again? Let's go back to Genesis where so many of life's questions can be answered. Now, I want you to know, I've got some good news and some bad news. The bad news first, and it's very bad, but the good news chases the bad news away. In the Garden of Eden, after the six-day creation, the Lord had created Adam and Eve. Let's begin in Genesis chapter 2, verse 15. Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to tend and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. Or another way of saying it from Hebrew to English, the Old Testament was written in Hebrew, is in your dying you shall die. Well, they had a perfect paradise, Adam and Eve. No pain in childbirth was the order set up originally. No work for food. Everything was at their fingertips. And, and let's think for a moment about the devil. You know, uh, it, I find it so interesting that so many believe in God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, the angels of the Lord, but they don't believe in this fallen angel now named Satan and a third of the angels that followed him from heaven, now demon spirits. No, they act like the devil doesn't exist. But we're going to see him as he hijacks a serpent in Genesis chapter 3, beginning in verse 1. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die, for God knows in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be open, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves covering coverings. So much we could teach on them, but we're getting to the point of what does it mean to be born again? And, and you see here, they wanted to be like God. Uh, there, there was this lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life that we see that is with us even today. And Satan used that to deceive them. And, and just like one-third of heaven's angels followed Satan, Now Adam and Eve have come under Satan's control. And in the New Testament, in the first letter of John, chapter 5, we see that the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. And if you have trouble believing that, just go watch the next five nights of the nightly news wherever you live and come back and chat with me. I think you'll be convinced. Continuing on in Genesis 3, verse 8, 
And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, Where are you? So he said, I heard your voice in the garden. And I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you that you should not eat? Then the man said, The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me of the tree and I ate. And the Lord God said to the woman, What is this you've done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me and I ate. So we see that sin has come into the earth now, into the human line, and has begun to cause them to to deceive and to blame one another and even blame God as Adam blames God and then Eve. And Eve says, the devil made me do it. So we're going to now see the Lord's curse and death proclaimed and the gospel, the good news as well. Genesis 3, beginning in verse 14. So the Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, You are cursed more than all cattle and more than every beast of the field. On your belly you shall go, and you shall eat dust all the days of your life. Now here's the first preaching of the gospel. Look at this. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed, and you shall bruise, he shall bruise your head, excuse me, and you shall bruise his heel. Interestingly, archaeologists have found skeletons of those who have been crucified, And the nail, the spike, goes right by the heel bone because this is the place at the cross where Jesus the Lord defeated Satan. We'll see that more in a little while. Continuing on in Genesis 3, verse 16, To the woman he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow and your conception. In pain you shall bring forth children. Your desire shall be for your husband and he shall rule over you. And here's where childbirth became painful. And then the Lord speaks to Adam. Then to Adam he said, because you have heeded the voice of your wife and have eaten from the tree of which I command you, saying you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for your sake. In toil you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Both thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you. And you shall eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of your face you shall eat bread till you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken, for dust you are, and to dust you shall return. So here is where the saying, if you don't work, you don't eat, came from. And this is, listen, there's a very real curse, including death, upon every man and woman except one who has ever lived on the earth. This is why we're all dying. This death is for spiritual, which then causes physical death. The Lord took his Holy Spirit from Adam and Eve and everyone born on earth except our Lord Jesus is born without the Holy Spirit. Physically born, but not spiritually born. We have a terminal disease called sin and we see it in Romans chapter 5. Therefore, just as through one man, sin entered the world and death through sin and thus death spread to all men because all sinned. Listen. Every tragedy, sadness, addiction, and death is caused by sin. And and there's a saying. If you're only born once, you'll die twice. But if you're born twice, you can only die once. 
And the Bible warns of a real place called hell and then a lake of fire. This is called the second death. In Revelation 21, verse 8. But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Think of this. If someone hears that they have a deadly disease, what will they intentionally and aggressively be searching for with all of their might? Well, obviously, the answer is clear. They'll be looking for the cure to that disease. We've, we've heard the bad news. After the break, we'll hear the good news. The cure to this deadly disease we were all born with called sin. So we're going to go to this break. It's going to be really important. Don't miss it. And then we'll be back with the good news. I like to take a break during our program to explain a little bit about our ministries here at Watch Therefore. Watch Therefore Ministries and the Watch Therefore message is an umbrella for all of our ministries. The the message is so important as it stirs the lukewarm out of that terrible condition into a more authentic and fervent walk with Messiah Jesus. It also challenges the lost to receive Jesus as Lord because time is running out. Now, under that umbrella of the Watch Therefore message, we have our ministries blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. Why? Because the faithful servant is watching for the master to come and doing what the master commanded. And the way we do that is taking the gospel and discipleship to the Jew first and then to the Gentile, according to Romans 1.16. Our to the Jew first work is blessing Israeli believers, where we partner with Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus here in the land of Israel, getting out the gospel, making disciples, helping save babies from abortion, and so much more. Our, our uh, co-founding director, John McTurnan, and myself started that ministry, and it's so very exciting. Now, to the Gentiles, we go to Africa. I've been in 10 African nations so far with the gospel, discipleship, pastors, conferences, We've helped thousands of orphans, and we have a special orphan project now in the Naka Valley Refugee Camp in Uganda. We just placed a water well there, which they desperately needed. Now, you can get on our monthly newsletter list, and that's where you can find out how to be a prayer and financial partner. And as I talk about finances, I like to say this first. If you haven't received Jesus As your Savior and Lord, please do not send any money into this program. It's our prayer that you would enjoy the program today and receive Jesus as your Savior. But for those who understand the principles of giving and sowing and reaping, advancing the kingdom of the Lord on this earth and laying your treasures up in heaven, we do encourage you to go to our website that's that's on the screen there, watchtherefore.tv, where you can find out about all these things I've discussed and much more. And there you can also sign up for our monthly newsletter. We'll send you our Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nations newsletters. And you can follow along with us and you can pray about where the Lord would have you to partner. Our help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. This airtime and so much that we do is so very expensive, but we trust Him to raise up faithful partners from our viewers to come alongside and together we will watch therefore and be ready 
for this king who's coming in the clouds for us. For anyone who financially partners with us, you send a gift to us. We're going to send a gift back to you, a beautiful calendar made by Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus here in the land of Israel. Oh, listen, this will be a reminder to you to watch their forum, be ready, and to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. It's a beautiful calendar. I use it myself in our home, and I think it will bless you tremendously. So we're going to go back to the program now and look forward to what the Lord's going to do with the rest of our time together. Watch Therefore. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. In our first teaching segment, we saw that everyone born from Adam and Eve, which is everyone, are born dying from sin. Yet so many today think they're good enough to go to heaven. This is real important for you to understand. There will be no good people in heaven, only sinners who have been born again. And that's why in the New Testament book of Romans, chapter 3, verse 10, it says, as it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. The Apostle Paul is quoting the Psalms there. And, and the Lord even gave what we can call a good person test. Because about 3,000 years after Adam and Eve, the Lord gave Moses the Ten Commandments. Now, maybe you're old enough like me to remember the movie from decades ago starring Charlton Heston called The Ten Commandments. You remember Yul Brenner, Yul Brenner would say in that, in that movie, Moses, 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 right? Okay, so think about the Ten Commandments. The, the Lord delivered the children of Israel from the bondage of Egypt, which I'll talk more about in a moment. It's very important with regard to being born again. But first, let's talk about after he delivered them out of Egypt, he gave the Ten Commandments. So this is the righteous standard of God's goodness. Let's see how you do. Have you ever lied? Have you ever cursed God's holy name? Have you ever stolen anything in your whole life? You see, by nature, we're liars and thieves and blasphemers and more. That's only three out of the Ten Commandments. You might say, well, I don't do those things. I've done them, but I don't habitually do them. How many lies do you have to tell to be a liar? How many things do you have to steal to be a thief? How many times do you have to curse God's name to be a blasphemer? No, we're all guilty before the Lord, and the Ten Commandments show us we're not good enough to go to heaven. Now, let's back up a little bit. As the children of Israel are in bondage in Egypt, the Lord, through Moses, tells the Pharaoh, the leader of Egypt, to let the children of Israel go. And he wouldn't do so. And the Lord sends ten plagues. The final one is this. It is that the firstborn, be they animal or human families, the firstborn will perish, will die all across Egypt, except for those that have the blood of the lamb on the doorposts of their house. They were to take a lamb. For four days they were to keep that lamb. They were to watch it and make sure it had no blemishes. And then they were to apply the blood of the lamb on the doorposts of their houses. And when this death from the Spirit of the Lord would strike Egypt, it would pass over the houses that had 
the blood of the lamb. They would escape the judgment of God by the blood of the lamb. Why is this significant as it pertains to being born again? Because about 1,200 years after that, four days before Passover, Messiah Jesus comes down the Mount of Olives on a white donkey, according to Zechariah chapter 9, where it speaks of Israel's king on a white donkey. And so he comes into Jerusalem, and for four days, the religious leaders who are so antagonized by Messiah Jesus, they question him. They try to find blemishes in the Lamb of God. You see, John the Baptist, in the Gospel of John, we find in chapter 1, he said regarding Jesus, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And so the religious leaders pick at Jesus the Lord and ask him questions. They, They knew that they could get him in trouble if he said that it was that you had to pay Uh, Roman taxes, that would get him in trouble with the Jewish people. But he knew he would get them in trouble, that they could get him in trouble with the Roman leaders if he said, don't pay taxes to Caesar. But Jesus the Lord asked for a coin that had Caesar's inscription on it and said, whose inscription is this? And they said, Caesar's. He said, render to Caesar the thing that are Caesar's and render to God the things that are God's. They couldn't trip him up. They couldn't find any blemishes. In the Lamb. Here comes the good news. All our fathers were sinners who handed us, handed us this deadly disease called sin. But the only begotten Son of God is without sin because His Father is sinless. His Father is God Almighty. Messiah Jesus lived a sinless life. Here comes the good news. He took my sins, he took your sins upon himself when they beat him and they nailed him to the cross. The word excruciating, like excruciating pain, comes from the word crucifix. He died an excruciating death, the sinless Lamb of God. He died on the cross. He was buried and then, hallelujah, on the third day, he rose from the grave. How can I be born again? By applying the blood of the lamb to the doorpost of my heart. That judgment from God would pass over me and you as you apply the blood of the lamb. How can I be born again? Messiah Jesus put it this way in Mark's gospel, chapter 1, verse 14. Now after John was put in prison, John the Baptist, Jesus came to Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. When someone realizes their sin and repents, they change their mind about their sin and begin to turn away from it. And then they believe that Jesus the Lord died on the cross to pay for their sins. And and then they receive him as their Savior and Lord. Our Father in heaven sends the Holy Spirit that was taken out of Adam and Eve and puts him in a sinner who prays to receive Jesus as Lord. And when this takes place, what happens? Say it with me. What happens? They are 
born again. In John chapter 1, verse 12, it says this, But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. They were born spiritually by receiving Jesus as Lord. When they receive Jesus Christ to save them, he sends his Holy Spirit to live in them, to give them a new identity, a new calling, works of grace to do that are supernatural and powerful, helping others to be born again and to live godly lives on this earth. And and when he sends his Holy Spirit to live in them, say it again with me, they are born again. That happened to me. Has that happened to you? That happened to me. Has that happened to you? In the epistle, the first epistle or letter of the Apostle John, in chapter 4, beginning of verse 9, it says this. In this is the love of God. Excuse me. In this the love of God was manifested toward us. That God has sent His only begotten Son into the world that we might live through Him. And this is love, not that we love God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation, the substitution for our sins. You see, we should be born again. We should want to receive Jesus as Lord. Why? Because before I loved Him, while I was dead in my sins, while I was rolling around in the wickedness of this world and enjoying it, because sin is pleasurable for a season, but then it brings forth death. And it brings forth hell, right? And so, while I was rolling around in all that, the Lord had died on the cross to pay for my sins. Why? Because before I loved Him, He loved me. And before you love Him, He loves you. The only one who can keep you out of heaven is you. The only one who can keep you out of heaven is you. In Romans 6.23, it says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Is there anyone watching today and you want to repent of your sins and receive Jesus as Lord and be born again? Pray with me. Oh, Father in heaven, I've sinned against you. I believe you sent Jesus to die on the cross for my sins and he rose again. I turn away from my sins today. I begin to do so and I put my faith in Jesus. Save me. Put your spirit within me. Give me this new life in Christ Jesus. Amen. We're out of time today. If you prayed that prayer, contact us according to the contact information on your screen. We'll send you some information to help you begin your new life in Messiah. And remember, always watch therefore and be ready. Messiah Jesus is coming any moment. Thank you for joining us for our program today. Our program is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveschwartz62 at yahoo.com. That's D-O-V-S-C-H-W-A-R-Z-6-2 at yahoo.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website, watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website, watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is an amazing tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. 
Feel free to also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready.